This is LBC News. 22 minutes after six here on LBC News. If you are just joining us, you missed Tom Cruise live on the programme. He's been telling us uh, on the red carpet... uh, which is right here in Leicester Square, for the UK premiere of the new Top Gun sequel about his new movie, Maverick, is out next week. It's more than 35 years since the original movie was released. If you didn't hear Tom live here on LBC News, uh, we'll play back the tape uh, before seven, so stay with us. Right now, though, 23 minutes after six, let's go uh, live to America to hear more about what uh, President Biden's been up to today. He's now en route to Asia, but before he uh, left, he had a big meeting at the White House with the leaders of Finland and Sweden after they made it official. They are seeking NATO membership. So uh, let's find out what lies ahead for the president in Asia. Uh, joining me live is our Washington correspondent, Simon Marks. Um, so, Simon, um, the president in Asia sh- soon. Um, what's he um, expected to, to do there? Well, well, it's worth making the point, Chris, that it must come as a great comfort to listeners who missed Tom Cruise that they get me instead. Uh, <laughs> what a huge boon for them on this Thursday evening. No comparison. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, a huge boon for President Biden uh, today at the White House, uh, where, of course, he, uh, before he left for Asia, was flanked by uh, the President of Finland and the Prime Minister uh, of Sweden, uh, celebrating the fact that Finland and Sweden have decided now uh, formally to apply for NATO membership, a direct result, of course, uh, of Russia's uh, aggression towards Ukraine uh, and fears by uh, the Finns and the Swedes that they can no longer really uh, preserve neutrality or continue uh, decades of trying to avoid any kind uh, of uh, direct confrontation with the Russians. Standing together today, we reject the bloody creed that might makes right. And we declare more more powerful creed all for one and one for all a reference there by the president to the mutual defense covenants that lie at the heart of nato uh, of course uh, an attack on one country uh, is perceived by all nato members and as an attack on all of them uh, the president remembering that it was uh, after 911 uh, that uh, nato actually uh, invoked article 5 uh, to say that nato felt that uh, every member had been attacked along with the united states that di- that day uh, by al qaeda as uh, President Biden uh, lauded uh, his guests at the White House today for making what he described as an historic and momentous decision to join the transatlantic alliance and expand its membership. Uh, He also presented what sounded very much like a message directed at Vladimir Putin in the Kremlin. In the face of aggression, NATO has not grown weaker or more divided. It has grown stronger more united. With Finland and Sweden's decision to request membership in NATO, it'll be enhanced for all time. For all time, a real uh, sense there that the president was trying to convey uh, to the Russian leader the extent to which his miscalculation has led to precisely what Vladimir Putin, of course, has long insisted he didn't want to see. Uh, and that was not just NATO expanding, but actually pushing right up against uh, the uh, border with Russia. Because remember, Finland brings uh, a roughly 900 mile border with Russia uh, to NATO once it joins the alliance. 
and I think there will be huge questions about the extent to which NATO uh, will deploy military resources on that border or simply view it as uh, too uh, aggressive and escalatory. There is still a big caveat in all of this. The Turks say that they are not on board with Finland and Sweden joining NATO. Uh, They say they want guarantees that they're going to be able to get their hands on scores of people uh, who are sheltering in Finland and Sweden, accused of terrorist offences by the Turkish government relating to uh, alleged involvement in the 2016 coup against uh, President Recep Tayyip Erdogan and also uh, support of and membership in uh, outlawed Kurdish uh, groups that the uh, Turks accuse of terrorism. Uh, President Sauli Ninisto of Finland addressed that directly uh, as he spoke in the White House uh, Rose Garden today. We condemn terrorism in all its forms and we are actively engaged in combating it. We are open to discussing all the concerns Turkey may have concerning our membership in an open and uh, constructive manner. And he said those talks are already underway. The Americans, I have to say, are exuding confidence that they're going to be able to overcome Turkey's uh, animus to the idea of expanding NATO. Remember, it has to be an entirely uh, unanimous decision. Every single country has to approve uh, the accession of any new country into NATO. Uh, So there are still questions hanging over that. But President Biden, as I say, exuding confidence and announcing today that he's even prepared paper work that has been sent up to Capitol Hill uh, so that the Senate can be on standby to vote in favour uh, of Finland and Sweden's uh, membership of NATO because, of course, uh, it is a, a, a treaty, essentially, that uh, is going to come under consideration here. And so uh, the Senate has to approve it before it all uh, it all goes ahead. But certainly the Americans think that's very much on track. And Simon, talk to me about the problems that uh, President Biden is leaving behind him in Washington. They're pretty substantial, aren't they? Oh, they're absolutely monumental. I mean, I mean, every day this week, it has become more and more apparent of the deep difficulty in which President Biden finds himself politically. Eight out of ten voters in the United States say that the country is on the wrong track. Uh, don't forget, we've got crucial midterm elections coming this November. They're going to serve as a referendum on Joe Biden's presidency and They are also going to determine whether Democrats are able to retain their wafer-thin majorities in the House of Representatives and the Senate or whether the Republicans are going to be back in town and controlling one, if not both, houses uh, of the legislature. Uh, We have seen what the Wall Street Journal is describing this week as carnage among investors uh, on the stock market. Uh, The stock market market has rebounded a touch today uh, from uh, freefall yesterday, but growing indications from some of America's leading corporate uh, retailers that they believe the country is now hurtling towards a recession. And there is still, unbelievably, uh, a White House scramble underway to get in front of that most elemental of issue that the Biden administration is facing, literally getting food into the mouths of babes. We are into the second week of a national shortage here of baby 
formula. Uh, you'll remember from last week that it was caused by a product recall, some bacterial contamination fears uh, among three separate uh, brands of baby formula, all of them produced by the same company. Well, that company's plant in Michigan is now uh, beginning to reopen, but it's going to be up to four months before supplies return to normal. The White House is being accused by furious parents of having been asleep at the switch over this since February when the product recall occurred and the industry started warning of difficulties ahead. And last night, President Biden made uh, an announcement uh, in in a fresh bid uh, to try and uh, advance uh, a solution to this crisis. He invoked the Defense Production Act. Here's what the president had to say in a message last night. I know parents all across the country are worried about finding enough infant formula to feed their babies. As a parent and as a grandparent, I know just how stressful that is. Today, I'm invoking what they call the Defense Production Act to ensure that manufacturers have the necessary ingredients to make safe, healthy infant formula here at home. Now, there's only one problem with that. Last Friday, his outgoing press secretary, Jen Psaki, during her final uh, briefing while she was still uh, working at the White House, had this to say about the Defence Production Act and baby formula. You can't just use the Defence Production Act to say to a company that produces something else, produce baby formula. It just doesn't work that way exactly. But apparently President Biden now says it does work that way exactly. No wonder the anger and anxiety of parents is rising here here. Uh, Add to all of that uh, the growing wave of COVID-19 infections that we're seeing and there isn't much good news on Joe Biden's political horizon although as we were coming on air probably as you were hearing from Tom Cruise uh, (laughs) we did get one bit of news from Capitol Hill which is that the Senate has passed a 40 billion dollar aid package for Ukraine. It's been delayed that vote uh, for at least a week now uh, by at least one uh, Republican senator who didn't like the idea of sending all that money Ukraine's way but now uh, that uh, aid package has been passed and President Biden will be able to uh, sign it into law. It'll be interesting to see if he does that while he's in Asia or whether he waits to do it uh, when he comes back. Certainly Ukraine needs the help. Alright Simon, thank you very much for that roundup. That's our Washington correspondent Simon Marks, live for us here on LBC News.